The views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of Coal Investment Group and its staff. Coal Investment Group is a registered investment advisor. Call 262-522-4040. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Good morning and welcome. This is WISN's Retirement Clinic, hosted by the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialist, and today's hosts, Chauncey Weisensell and John White. Both names very familiar to the listeners. Good morning, Chauncey. Good morning, Paul. And to you, John White, good to see you again. Good morning. Good morning to you and to all of our listeners. What do we talk about? Well, the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialist, Monday through Friday, market updates twice a day during the Mark Belling Show, 3 and 5 o'clock news blocks. Many, many area locations we'll talk about in a bit. You can start by going to their fantastic website, thekowalway.com. But first, before we start talking retirement stuff, how was your Thanksgiving? It was pretty good. Did, did we have enough turkey? You can never get enough turkey on Thanksgiving. <laughs> it, it may be my favorite meal of the year. I, yeah. I will say now. You were telling me, John, that did you do did you do turkey on Thanksgiving? Yes, I did. With You've got other cr- plans for Christmas. Christmas, I'm doing some beef Wellingtons. Oh, that's yeah. good. Making yeah. me hungry here. Yeah. Garden Ramsey, the chef, he, yeah. he inspired me, and he's got a great Christmas recipe. If you go on YouTube, mm. um, if if you're into chestnuts, and uh, yeah, it, it's just awesome dish. Mm. I've had beef Wellington in restaurants. And I don't think I've ever made them. I, now, are you the chef in the house or? Uh, is my to- wife listening? <laughs> Be <laughs> careful, John. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, you know, I, I, I actually, when I do get some time, I do like to cook. It's fun. Good. It's therapeutic. Just to cut stuff, and it is. You know what I mean? You just, it is. You know, I, I need to do more of it. Although my wife will say, "I got this. I got this." So okay, I'll go. You know, get get the pizzas and stuff like that, and you take care of the real cooking. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Our listeners might be shopping around Black Friday yesterday. Today's a what do they call today? Is there a name for? Uh, isn't it? No, it's not Prime Day, is it? Uh, I can't remember. I think Amazon's got something going. It's on. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll it's just, just Saturday. It, we'll call it Saturday. Uh, this is when everyone puts up the Christmas decorations, right? It, it yes. is for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I take the weekend to get exterior illumination done. That's my job. Um, and some warmer temperatures this last week, thankfully, after a cold and some snow. So we'll see. Thank God we don't live in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, that was terrible. Those pictures. Yeah. Unbelievable. Just seeing six feet of snow and cars completely covered. So here we are on Thanksgiving weekend, you guys. One of our topics actually ties in. John, you're going to get into this later in the hour. 15 money moves that will... Make you thankful. Correct. That's right. We have the sexy segment. We have Aaron Kowal joining us with the boss segment after the first break. That's for business owners and their savings and security. We're going to start the show. I believe Chauncey's got some tax changes for next year. Now, this always happens, right? Yes. Every single year, the IRS comes out, and most of these changes are due to the inflation that we've seen over the year. Uh, They're raising brackets, contribution limits, different things like that, which are good things if you're trying to look for a little bit of a silver lining in in inflation, which there probably isn't much of, but this is one of them. Um, So you're going to see lots of, like I said, increases to tax brackets, uh, Social Security is going up. Um, So we'll start getting into a few of those different things. So the biggest one, obviously, if you're retired on Social Security, everyone saw Social Security cost of living adjustment 8.7 percent 
uh, is going to be for next year. So, that is significant, right? Yes, that's a very large increase. Yeah. Uh, High, higher than normal years, for sure. Yes, you know, mostly it's you know around one percent, two percent. So a pretty significant bump this year in Social Security. If you were making two thousand or getting two thousand a month from Social Security, now it's two thousand one seventy four. Um, so that's a pretty big bump, almost a couple hundred dollars a month, uh, if you're looking at that. Um, <clears throat> also, they're changing the income limit that you can make before retirement age, full retirement age, while you're still collecting Social Security without penalty. So previously, if you were under your full retirement age um, and you were still working, but you were collecting Social Security, um, you could make about 19560 uh, without having to worry about any sort of penalties or giving anything back. Um, so they're raising that up to about $21,240. So there's about an extra $1,500 you can make if you're before full retirement age and still working without having to worry about um, having to give any of your Social Security back uh, because of your higher earned income. For seniors that are on a fixed income and rely on this, uh, it's a huge deal, right? Yeah, it's it's going to be a pretty significant bump. And I don't Medicare isn't really going up. I think it's actually going down a little bit. Yeah, and you know I've got quite a few clients that... Uh... They end up like trimming the, the golf course and have that little part-time side gig going. And yeah, uh, you know, when they push those limits up, you can make a little bit more on that little side hustle. And yeah, uh, yeah it does make a big difference. Yeah. I, I uh, did work at a golf course in college and mm-hmm. I still know the owner. Golf course is still there in Grafton. A shout out to Edgewater. Uh, and my, my friend, the owner, goes, Paul, after you're done with the radio thing and you retire, you're more than welcome to come back. We'd love to have you. I could go do a full in retirement Go back to bartending. Maybe 15, 20 hours a week. How's that for a side hustle? Yeah, yeah. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah. And I get to do a little golfing, too. Right. So, yeah. I think it's kind of common, right, with a lot of people? Oh, yeah, 100%. You see tons of people. It's, oh, you know, I just work here a little bit part-time. The golf course is a pretty common one. Walmart. We always hear those stories, the greeters. Walmart, if you're a greeter, do they still really have greeters? I don't know. I I I say that now. I don't know if they're there anymore. (laughs) COVID's changed a lot. Yes, it has. That's probably one of the things that used to be there with. I remember when I was, you know, younger. They, you come in and they'd have like the stickers and stuff, and then give the kids stickers and, oh, hi, how are you? And I don't really see it anymore, though. I don't think. Maybe it has changed, but there are. I mean, if you're. If you need that just a little bit to put you over the top in retirement, yeah. I know a lot of seniors that are working, you know, maybe 15 hours a week, just just enough. And it's also probably good socially. I know Jeff Kowal talks about this. Oh, to, yeah. to be engaged. 100% going out and just being able to talk to people and be around people. And so you're not just sitting in your house staring at your TV. You know, what am I going to do today? Um, you know, it gets you out of the house. It gives you some purpose, something to do. And it, like I said, it helps. It gives you a little bit of walking around money. Um so, uh, and since Social Security is going up, it looks like they're also raising the amount of Social Security that is taxable income. So currently, if you the first hundred forty-seven thousand dollars for this year uh, was um, taxed for Social Security, um, now they're raising that to one hundred sixty thousand two hundred dollars. So that's going up a little bit. So previously, if you had made anything over one hundred forty-seven thousand dollars, anything over that wasn't taxed. Now that number is one hundred sixty thousand two hundred. Uh, so conversely, they're raising that. Uh, standard deduction is going to go up a little bit. Nine hundred. It's a nine hundred dollar increase if you're single. Eighteen hundred dollars if you're joint filing. Um, so your standard deduction will go up a little bit as well, which is nice. And they also are raising the tax brackets. Uh, a little example I had was if you're married filing joint, the twenty two percent bracket for twenty twenty three, you'll be in that bracket from eighty nine thousand four fifty to one hundred ninety thousand seven fifty. 
versus 83,550 to 178,150 in 2022. So maybe that helps you stay in in a bracket a little bit. If you're a little bit over into the next bracket, hopefully that'll help keep you down and maybe a little bit lower bracket for you as well. Uh, So that can be helpful. Uh, A few other ones here. Uh, Roth IRA contribution phase out um, for married filing single is 138,000 to 153. Previously, it was 129 to 144. So if you were in the phase out this last year uh, and you couldn't maybe do partial contributions or maybe you were completely out of it because your income was too high, with the raise in that, you might want to revisit being able to do Roth contributions again. Um, and these are all good things to keep an eye on that we're always watching for our clients and um, trying to make sure if you can do a contribution, couldn't this year? Well, if your income was just over, maybe now you can this year. Yeah, because how many of us follow these tax changes? Uh, how many people are up to date with all of these changes unless you're really glued to the Wall Street Journal? Exactly. And we were just saying, oh, you know, some fun topics talking about tax. No one really likes to talk about taxes, but it's yeah. even we don't really like to talk about taxes that much. <laughs> but you, you can't ignore the exactly. changes. Yes. You watch it and you see the updates yep. and you stay up to date on all the numbers. And um, so it's something, you know, we do for our clients all the time. And we're watching that and making sure we're taking advantage of any planning opportunities for that. Well, I will tease later in the show for the sexy segment. We're going to talk a little bit about estate planning. And you could, you joked with me, Chauncey, that sounds like a real sexy segment, right? <laughs> but estate planning is the same thing. If you ignore it and don't get an estate plan done, um, that's not a good thing. No. And you, that's pretty much the first thing is... Put together an estate plan, even yeah. if it's just a simple something is better than absolutely nothing. Yep, because um, you lose all control at that point if you that's have absolutely right. nothing. You hear in probate, place. you hear of well, that's money, right? The yep. courts gets tied up. Public record. We'll save that for later. But just like taxes, this is important stuff that you need to pay attention to and can really hit your pocketbook if you do things the wrong way. Yeah, exactly. And just a few other things to to kind of wrap up some of the tax talk a little bit. Um, gifting is going to be up to $17,000 from $16,000 each. Um, so if, you know, um, a father is trying to gift their son, for example, you could do 16. Now it's 17. Um, also IRA contribution limits. So if you're contributing to a Roth right now, um, you can do 6,000 a year. Um, it's going to be up to 6,500. So an extra $500, they're giving Roth contributions. Of course, there's always still that thousand dollar catch up if you're over age 50. So you can be due 7500 And then the last one I have here is 401k contribution limits. If you're someone that's maxing out your 401k, um, this this year it was 20500 Next year it's going to be 22500 So an extra $2,000 if you're trying to max out your 401k that you can uh, stock away in there and, and have grow for, for your retirement. I mean, that seemed like much. Every little bit helps with your 401k plan. Even starting one year earlier in life means a lot at the end, right? Yep. Anything that you can do, the earlier you can start, the better. The power of compounding and it's huge. having that money in the market for as long as you can um, is extremely powerful. And there's all sorts of time value money tools and calculations you can look at even online and yep. really see that. But it's, it's, it's pretty... So even $2,000, an extra $500 in your Roth can make a huge difference over a long period of time. That's exactly right. Now, when you're 22, you don't think about that. You're thinking, I want all the money I can get out of my paycheck. I need the money. Uh, believe me, it works, <laughs> right? You start yeah. saving that 401k over the next three decades is going to be your retirement plan. 
Yeah, and it starts so small, and you see, oh, you know, I've got five thousand, I've got ten thousand in there, and just kind of snowballs from there with your contributions and staying invested in the market. It, it works. It does. There's so many people, you got to start somewhere. That's right. And if your company has a match, and I know during COVID, some stopped or paused. I believe, and John Chauncey can both chime in. Most of these are back, from what we hear. Yeah, I haven't heard too many clients saying that it's been cut anymore is more or less back in yeah you know we've we've recovered a lot of the jobs that were lost in covid um so yeah that's encouraging I, i'm not really seeing many cuts out there i haven't heard as many you know so that's good. yeah i mean if they did cut i hope people didn't get out of their 401k because just because it's not a match doesn't mean you should stop oh, yeah anything you can part. do but if, if that match is just it's free money there to yeah. to sit and grow in your plan even if it's you know, 3% is, is better than nothing. And you even see some companies raising their matches, trying to attract people to come work there. Cause attract people and keep. And keep people. Employees. Employee retention, right? You don't want to lose a good employee. Yeah. Benefits are a big part of that. Yeah, they're, they're a huge part. And obviously, we, you know, focus on the retirement side of things. So, you know, any match to 401ks, and I've seen some crazy ones, but, you know, if you can get 4 or 5%, that's a really good match. If you don't have a 401k plan, at your job. Now, there's other things. Teachers and public employees have, what is it, the 403B? Yeah, it's just right? another tax code name for a 401 Exactly. Basically. And years ago, it was pensions. And there's yeah. still some pensions, I think, around. Very few. Wouldn't you guys say, in general, it's your personal responsibility to save? Yeah, and that's what Roth IRAs and I, traditional IRAs are there for. Um, typically, we'd recommend the Roth IRA tax-free money as long as your income is under that threshold and you have the money to contribute, put it in there and let it grow tax-free. When you retire, you can take it out tax-free. It's fantastic. There are even Roth 401k plans now. Yeah, a lot of 401ks. It's another perk you see a lot of companies adding into those those plans is the Roth 401k. Now, your um, employer can't put your, their match into a, a Roth portion of the 401k, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But the distinction but. between the two is on a normal 401k plan, I'm paying the taxes when I take the money out. Yes, right? exactly. And with the Roth 401k, you still see the money in your paycheck, you report it as income, but instead it's going to go into your 401k, Roth Roth 401k, yep. be invested and grow tax-free. And um, you know, whenever the time comes to roll that out, uh, you can roll out the traditional part in the Roth IRA into separate um, accounts and make sure you maintain that tax-free. You don't have to worry about exclusion ratios and all of this stuff that can really become a, a pain in the pain in the butt. Pain in the the old rear end. <laughs> yeah. uh, as we talk about these tax changes, the end of the year is now in sight, right? We can almost look at, like a lot of people get panicky right now. It's not just that I haven't bought the Christmas gifts yet. Are you set for next year? Did you do your year-end tax planning? And a lot of things in the next month or so are really going to get active on that side of things. Yes, and we'll I'll talk about that a little bit more with the state planning, you know, qualified charitable distributions, making sure you take your RMDs out before the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, different things like that, making sure, you know, anything that's set up as tax-wise is all set up for you to be able to file everybody's favorite time of the year, tax season. Um, especially if you're going to end up owing. People just love paying the government taxes. Oh, yeah. It's one of our favorites. Just like football, <laughs> right? We love tax season. Not. This no. is why we have an advisor at the Cowell Investment Group help us through this stuff. I mean, these are things that you bring up with your clients. These are tax changes for 2023. Chauncey, any more left that we need to look at? No, I think the big thing is just uh, you know sit down with your advisor, sit down with us, reevaluate your plan, 
Um, brackets are going up. The ability to contribute to 401ks, Roth IRAs, everything like that is, is sliding up a little bit. So if you couldn't make, previously contribute to those things, you can now and you can maybe, can possibly maybe now, uh, depending on your situation. If you have questions, and when we come back, John White is going to talk about 15 money moves that will make you thankful. Kind of a a little, uh, you know, working in Thanksgiving here. Yeah, you got to count your blessings every now and then, right? Right, absolutely. Uh, that's coming up next. we got Aaron Kowal with the Boss segment as well. To reach out with a question, call the Kowal Investment Group, 262 262- 522-4040. The number 262-522-4040 gets you to the Kowal Investment Group, or you can go online, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, all of that stuff. It's on the website, thekowalway.com. Locations in Waukesha, up in Ozaukee County, in Port Washington, there's, there's an office. In Racine, right off the freeway at Highway 20, the newest location in Heartland, also Phoenix, Arizona. We'll be back. We'll hear from Aaron Colwell with a quick segment for business owners in the boss segment. And then John White and Chauncey Weisensell will continue the retirement clinic every Saturday at 10 o'clock. I'm Paul Kronforst, and this is WISN. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. It's estimated that 10,000 baby boomers hit retirement age every single day. That's a huge number. A lot of those are business owners. Many of these soon-to-be retirees have created and run a successful business for many years, but are now wondering what's the next step. They ask themselves many questions, like should they transfer their business to their children? their employees, or maybe sell the company to a third party. It's important to consider these issues. Statistically, 85% of a business owner's net worth is tied up in their business. So this makes it critical to get the planning done right. And if possible, get the planning done early as well. Having an exit plan puts you in control of the situation. If the planning is done and the groundwork is laid, then a lot of the stress can be taken out of what's going to happen with what is most likely your most valuable asset. It'll also provide you with adaptability and flexibility if plans change. Get your succession plan going now so something happens, there isn't the fire sale that can put your plans and your family's plans in jeopardy. Aaron Kowal with today's Boss segment here at WISN's Retirement Clinic with the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Both Chauncey and, and John have been talking about some tax changes here. We open up with Chauncey's segment. We're going to switch gears and talk about... As a way to be thankful here in Thanksgiving, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, right? John, you've got 15 money moves that will make you thankful. And 15 sounds like a lot. And you said some are more important than others. So I'm going to let you elaborate. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a long list. Um, and, and we all have Christmas lists to get done, right? So I'll go easy on everyone. I'll make it nice and easy to understand. Uh, but before I get into that, I just want to say that I'm going to give a shout out to Costco here. I don't want to know how much money I spend there. I don't want to know. But what I do want to tell people is I was thankful this Thanksgiving weekend for some baked brie. It oh, is, you showed me a picture. Yeah, it, It's the uh, the fig jam and chopped walnuts baked brie. You got to get some. Ooh, at Costco? Yes. Oh. I highly recommend it. Now, your doctor won't 
but um, it's good. It's, it's that time good. of the year we're supposed to be thankful right. and enjoy some nice food. Give me yeah. some figgy brie, you know? Figgy brie. <laughs> Give me some figgy pudding. Oh, okay, I'm moving on. Hey, okay. uh, Costco, you're not alone. They take a lot of my money, too. Oh, it's, it's just like a place that has everything. Right. Mm-hmm. You walk in there and you're like, oh, I'm only going to spend 10 bucks. Uh, yeah, oh, good no, luck. you're not. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're not. Good luck. <laughs> all, the, all the Kirkland stuff. Even their yeah. bourbon is pretty good. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. not bad. Yeah, they got a lot of good stuff there. Okay, so this is 15 money moves that you will be thankful for. I feel like I'm on a Dave Letterman show. We need a drum roll here. All right. So number one is create a written plan. Obviously, you got to have a financial plan in place. Um, you want to put things down in writing as to what your uh, goals are going to be coming up in the future here for retirement. Uh, this is what we do all day at the Koal Group. We basically do what's called a cash flow analysis. And with that, I would also add that you want to stress test your portfolio, making sure that when you do retire, that it's going to be able to withstand a few years of bad market returns. You know, there's been quite a few people this year retire, and of course, they're retiring in a very challenging market. And we will stress test their plan to make sure that it can withstand the the downward uh, movement we've seen here. So um, that's number one. Definitely fundamental. Get a written financial plan in place. Uh, Number two is budget for future expenses. Kind of straightforward here, but it it is part of a plan, right? You want to know what is coming up. Will I have some major purchases? Am I going to go on a trip uh, that that might be out of the norm and require more dollars? Um, You know, Air tickets are a lot more expensive these days. I was looking at some the other day for uh, the Gulf Shores area, and they're six hundred dollars a person. That's that's a lot of money. Yeah, I was looking, uh, hoping to go down to Florida maybe for a little bit this spring. It's crazy. It's, and we were looking at going in March, me and my wife, and the prices we looked a couple of weeks ago they already went up like a hundred dollars a ticket. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know that's spring break time, and um, yeah, definitely, it's it's good to obviously budget for these things. Um, And, uh, you know, when I'm working with clients and creating a a retirement cash flow, that's the kind of questions I'll ask people is, you know, what what are you going to be spending the next, you know, 12 to 24 months? Is there anything out of the ordinary that's coming up here that we need to budget for? Um, Number three, we're getting there. We're getting on the list. Number three, max out your 401k max. We kind of spoke about this before, but it's very important. This is free money your employer is offering you. You want to make sure that you're maxing out that employer max. Uh, otherwise, you're leaving that money on the table. And, of course, you're missing out on all the compounding growth on that money, too. So make sure that um, you're getting that match. It's not it's not common for employers to change their match. But I've I've had people where I ask them, hey, what do you, what's your match in your 401k? And they'll be like, it's 3%. No, wait, it's 4%. No, wait, hold on. I don't know what it is. You want to know what that employer match you is. You can just check with your HR department. Exactly. Go to the HR person and say, what is the employer match? I just want to make sure that I'm up to date on my records. Yeah. Yes. Or your app. I mean, most of us know how to follow our 401k mm. balances by now, right? Right. I think all of that info is is on that. Absolutely. They have to disclose all the match yeah. information. They have to disclose vesting schedules. Everything has got to be disclosed. This is uh, Maybe this is one of the good things about regulation is that some of these things they have to put in writing, right? So you want to make sure you know exactly what your employer match is and take full advantage of that. Um, let's see, that's number three. So uh, number four, roll out. Uh, sorry, roll over. Sorry, your old retirement plans. So, you know, this is kind of a classic example of what COVID did. Um, a lot of people lost their jobs. They've got old 401k balances sitting there, and they're forgetting to roll them over. Ouch, That's that could be significant. Right. So it's, your money's not working for you, is it? 
Right. Well, it might still be invested, but some employers, like if you have a balance less than $5,000, they might even just send you the check if you don't do it in a timely fashion. Um, so just be careful. Um, make sure that if you get, let's say you got laid off during COVID, you get a new job, make sure you either roll that balance into an IRA or move it into your employer's new 401k. Most 401k plans will accept old 401k balances. And, and you roll it right into that that new place. Exactly right. And so just don't forget that's money sitting there that because people do forget about these balances. And uh, they're like, oh, I found this statement. It was at the bottom of uh, you know the drawer somewhere, and, and it's still active. And you, you said five thousand. What if it's yeah, fifty, five hundred? Yeah, yeah I've, I've had some clients that literally found a couple of hundred grand one day. Uh, um, kind of a cool <laughs> thing in a way. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you want you want to roll that over, and then of course you contribute. That's all part of your new four hundred one k, then, right, John? Absolutely right. Yeah. So and, and make and of course this this you know what if what if you have an old four hundred one k you forget about it. And it was just sitting in cash in the in the account, right? You're missing all that growth, or it could be a conservative investment. You know, you want to make sure every single dollar is working hard um, within your risk tolerance, of course. All right, so that's number four. We're getting down the list. Number five, open a five two nine plan. Now, of course, of course, this is for kids and, and grandchildren, right? They're hopefully one day college bound. Um, but make sure that you're doing that because 18 years goes very fast. I, I can't believe my two boys are 10 and 8. It's like I blinked and they grew up. Um, but they're heading to college in the not-too-distant future. And if you can start that 529 plan at a very young age, again, compounding. You get uh, if, you, if you're doing either Edvest or Ophelia plan within Wisconsin, you get a state tax deduction. Other people can put into the 529 plan besides you. So, so Paul, as much as I would like to, I can't put into your IRA. Oh, darn it. <laughs> but, I, but I can't put into your kid's college fund. Um, um, well, they're, they're out of college. <laughs> so you got out of it. <laughs> now, John, I got a question. Yeah. If you don't, let's say your child does not go to college, right? We're hearing of these right. huge student loan. Well, it, that's a whole other topic, student right. loan debt, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You don't go to college. I decide not to go. All right, that's fine. Mm-hmm. What do you do with that money? Yeah, you got a couple of options. So you can switch the beneficiary up to one time per year. So it could be another child. It could be a nephew. It doesn't matter. Just, just, you, can sw- you can make yourself the beneficiary. Okay, it doesn't you know? have to be in so-and-so's name. Yeah, if you want to take up some watercolor classes sometime, <laughs> like whatever it is, you can you can switch the beneficiary. So it's not all bad. Um, yeah, it was going to be for Joey's college tuition, but I decided to buy Corvette. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, well, you know, you want to be careful with that. So when people are taking the funds out of the 529, I'm like, think paper trail, right? You want to make sure that you have images of checks. You want preferably the check to be made out to the education provider. You basically want to think about it like if the IRS came in and started snooping around in my account, that you, you know exactly where all the money went, right? Um, of course, yes, you can take the money out and, and make it payable to yourself, but then there's taxes and penalties. So right, just be right. aware of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a huge... And, and, and remember, why do this, right? Because if the money's used for educational purposes, there are no taxes. Zero. Nada. Nothing. This is a, a lot of grandparents will kind of get the ball rolling with these plans, mm-hmm. right? Right, exactly. Um, and, you know, obviously you have to decide for yourself, am I going to fund my child's total college cost or half of it? Again, that's when you talk to us. Try and figure out what's the best step for you. Because and what you can afford. Right? right. Remember, you can't get a loan for retirement, but your kids can get a student loan. Yep. Right. I know that sounds so cheesy, but well, I'll, I'll be transparent. Um, I know you got to get through the list here, but we did partial, right? So we saved some for both girls, and it helped significantly. Mm-hmm. But they also, I wanted them to know the responsibility of how gosh darn expensive college is. Right. <laughs> they had to get a student loan, and they are paying them back as we speak. 
Right, right, absolutely. So, so the you know it's, it is that I find that a balancing act between hopefully the child's not going to blow it in the first year and and not appreciate just how much money that's and just sweat it. and tears when, went into this. Well, yeah, when you yeah. give somebody uh, nothing wrong with grandparents helping, but you don't appreciate it as much as when you're writing the check. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. All right, now we're on to number six. Okay, rebalance your portfolio. I'm not going to spend much time on this one, but obviously markets move. Your portfolio composition can get out of whack. You might have more bonds than you want to or more stocks than you want to. Make sure you rebalance. Everyone bickers back and forth how often to do this. I say once every one to two years is is just fine. Um, Some people balance by the quarter. Eh, might be a little bit overkill, but again, just make sure you do it. Uh, diversify your investments. That's number seven. That doesn't need much explanation, right? Make sure you're fully diversified. Um, it just makes a lot of sense. We all see thing. the pie charts. It's right. not supposed to be all 100% in one thing. Right. Absolutely right. Um, now, having said that, there are people that make a fortune off being in one position, uh, but that's a lot of risk. For most people, same for retirement, is it's just not worth it. Well, there's a 60-40 rule that we hear about a lot, and I know you don't want to get in. See, yeah. I got all these questions. Yeah, we're only uh, number what? Seven? I know. I'll shut up. You can. All right, I'll keep continue. going. I'll keep going. Okay. <laughs> number eight. Number eight. Harvest your investment losses. So what we mean by that is in a taxable account where you got to pay your taxes as you go. Try and you know what we try and do at the Coal Group is tax loss harvesting, where we sell a loser um, to realize the loss, and then we'll buy a position that's very similar to it, and uh, that allows you to take that loss because if you buy the same position within the first thirty days, they call it a wash sale, which means that you do not get to write off that loss against taxable income. And basically it's a tax efficient way of growing your money, especially if we see a down market like we're seeing now. Uh, number nine, shop for new insurance. So this is homeowners insurance. This is auto insurance. It's a very competitive market out there. You can shop it around. Um, and obviously it's gonna save you money on premiums. Make sure the coverage is pretty much identical to what you have. Obviously, hopefully, things are going up in value, so you have to consider that as well. Uh, my insurance premiums just went up this year because my house got a bit of a boost. So to replace my house is going to cost more money, which means my insurance premiums went up. So I, I did shop at it. Well, I, I should be shopping at it around more than I do um, because I just got lazy, to be honest. To save some money. <laughs> yeah, because it's not right, fun. It's right, not like you wake up, oh, I want to start shopping around yeah, for insurance. Because right? it, it is very time-consuming. But, um, but I think at least, I don't know. Maybe once every five years, it might be worth your while just to say, okay, let's let's see what else is out there. Hey, uh, by the way, listeners have chimed in, folks. It's Small Business Saturday. I knew it was something. I couldn't think of it. The Saturday after Thanksgiving is Small Business Saturday. So if you can, as you're out shopping today, help out those small businesses, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Especially we were talking about the cost of Thanksgiving. Overall, it's 20% up from yeah. last year. Uh, turkey... Not to interrupt your, your yeah, thing yeah. here. I printed this out, right? Two forty nine a pound for a honeysuckle white fresh turkey. Twenty one thirty six uh, in this particular turkey was twenty one pounds. A total price of fifty three dollars. That turkey was fifty three dollars this year. That's twenty percent up from last year. Yeah, that's significant. That, that that's crazy. Um, I guess uh, you know you got me thinking about small businesses. Um, I guess I remember reading a number that just blew my mind. I think it was. Um, yeah, what percentage of people are employed by small businesses? Forty-eight percent of all U.S. employees wow. are 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 you know got their employment from half, a small business. Half owner. of America. Yeah, so it's important get out there and help those local small businesses out. Very, very. absolutely. All right, now we're on to number ten. Open a health savings account. This is one of my favorite accounts that gets a lot of not much love. I don't know why, but this is triple tax savings. 
right? You get a tax deduction on putting into the HSA, you get tax deferred growth, and you get tax-free money so long as, well, tax-free uh, use of the money if you're using it for qualified health uh, expenses, right? Most people, unfortunately, and I get it, but most people spend the money right away rather than investing it. Um, the hope is that you can use this money for retirement years and, you know, obviously, if you, especially if you're retiring at a younger age, you can that, that money can be used towards uh, affordable care at premiums too. So, I mean, that's one of the few accounts you can get away with that on. And it's all tax-free. So if you can, I get it, but if you can save that money and, and let it grow. Uh, and, of course, there's typically options within the HSA to, to, to invest in mutual funds, et cetera. I so. love my HSA. Okay. Mm-hmm. You get a debit card like everything else. You go get a mm-hmm. prescription. It comes out of that plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just like you said, it's it's tax free, right? Yeah. And it's it's one of the most tax efficient things out there. So even a Roth can't do that. Like with a Roth, you have to pay your taxes. And it front. carries it carries I mean, over at the end of the calendar yeah. year too, so that can grow. Right, absolutely right. So, if, and, and that's a mistake I do see uh, quite a bit as well. Is an HSA could have a big balance in it, but it's all in cash. Like there's no growth going on. And, and I get it. People are kind of scared to to use it as an investment vehicle, but. Again, there's assumptions. You got to be in good health, and you know, just just watch out on that. Make sure that some of it is working pretty hard. All right, uh, number eleven: reassess and negotiate monthly bills. I am so guilty of this. I do not shop around my cable bill or my internet <laughs> bill or my cell phone bill. Um, but those are the kind of things where, again, it's a very competitive marketplace. I mean, I get offers all the time from Spectrum, and I have AT and T, and there's some really good deals out there to be had if you if you have AT and T Stream. Uh no, that's the that's the cable internet, right? Yeah, I don't have that. That's yet. what I've got now, which oh, okay. I which I kind of yeah. I did shop around that actually. Yeah. TV is oh, this is such another good topic. We're in this transition where a lot of people, if you're not familiar with the smart TV or apps, you can mm-hmm. pay for Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. If you're a member, you get it for free, right? Mm-hmm. Peacock. There's so many different streaming services and then there's good old tv where do i get the local channels 4 6 12 58 10 18 36 um boy oh boy you can that can add up yeah all of those apps plus your your stream or let's say you've got dish or direct tv still around i think yep man that can add up yeah I don't, I don't want to know much. I'm paying on subscriptions. I'm probably not using that much. <laughs> I really should do an audit of all that. That's but, just uh, it. Yeah, it adds up. It really does. It does. Um, so, yeah, that's something to certainly do. Uh, number 12, be strategic with your charitable donations. Remember, most of the time, it's 60% of your adjusted gross income that can be used if you're itemizing for donations to charity. Um, you know, th- there's so many different ways of doing this, but basically the, the big one is, you know, especially if you have IRA, RMDs, and you don't need the money, which... You know, not a lot of us can say that. But if you don't, hey, really start thinking about um, getting some tax-free. Uh, and you're helping charities out. It's a great, great thing to do. So I won't go too much into that, but just be aware of that. Um, invest in yourself. This is one of the best return investments. I know I'm, I'm so cheesy. But it's one of the best return investments. Uh, you know, let's just say that you're between jobs and you need to upskill. I mean, it's a huge return investment, probably better than any investment account you can get is just investing in your own education. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a big believer in that. All right, moving on. Number 14. Uh, that wasn't cheesy, John. That wasn't cheesy. It was, it was kind of, you know, Hey, it's, it's that time of year. We can be a little cheesy. That's right. Um, it's not holidays. Update your beneficiary information. Very important. Very important that we do this. Um, you know, people do fall in and out of favor with people. Um, and we need to make sure that beneficiaries are up to date because once it's in writing and it's signed, that's what's happening. Yeah. 
Um, and, unless, of course, you make a change. And finally, number 15, have an annual review of what you're doing. You know, make sure that you're, you know, working with an advisor, someone that's going to counsel you on what to do with your money. Make sure you're on that path. Make sure that things are being updated. Um, very important. So that's, we got through it all. You, 15. you did well, John. 15 money moves that will make you thankful on this Small Business Saturday. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Now, coming back to the sexy segment, speaking of beneficiaries and estate planning. It was a perfect segue. What, there's not a better way to segue. I, I could not have said it better, Chauncey. You're going to talk about estate planning when we come back. Important, very important. You talked about updating beneficiaries and things like that, especially in today's America, blended families, right? Stepkids and things like that. Important stuff coming up. Hey, if you got a question for the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist, their phone number, one number for all locations, 262 522 4040. 262 522 4040. This is their 35th anniversary year. That's 35 years in business here in WISN since um, 2001, since 9 11, with this show, The Retirement Clinic. We talk about that often. And we'll be right back on News Talk 1130 WISN, Saturdays at 10 a.m., The Retirement Clinic. Stay tuned. It's that time, the sexy segment, as we continue the retirement clinic. The Kowal Investment Group, Chauncey Weisensell and John White hosting the program. This small business Saturday, we found out. Everything's got a name now, right? Every day, of course, Black Friday was yesterday and two days removed from Thanksgiving. In this segment, we're going to don't tune out yet. We're going to talk about estate planning. We're going to make it interesting. Yeah, what can be sexier than estate planning? (laughs) Not too many things. Exactly. <laughs> um, so there's a there's a few bullet points I have here. Uh, the first couple are just general rules of thumb or things everyone should do. Um, so the article starts off talking that estate planning can obviously be overwhelming, and that's the reason a lot of people put it off. Um, but the bad <clears throat> there's lots of things to take into consideration. Sometimes people just don't want to talk about it. You know what's going to happen when I die? It's an uncomfortable subject. People don't want to talk about. Um, some people think about estate tax. You know, that's obviously 11.7 million dollars. So not going to apply to that many people at all. Although they are looking at dropping that down to maybe six million, apply to more people, but still not that many people. Um, but the bad news is avoiding estate tax isn't the only thing you need to worry about. And the biggest thing with estate planning is making sure um, that your stuff goes to the right people. So here's going to be some estate ta- estate planning tips to help you get started. First one, anyone, everyone, if you don't have a will, you should have a will. Um, you know, just if nothing else, it's a catch-all for everything. If you have young kids at home, uh, what's going to happen with the kids? Um just make sure you get that drawn up. Um, very easy, basic, just something to get done, get put in place. And kind of gives you peace of mind as well. Yeah, exactly. If you know, were to happen if you're traveling, you and your wife, okay, we have a will. And um, it, it is entry-level estate planning. You're right. But it's a good start. Yeah, and even uh, I think there's a statistic in here. This is about only 33% of people say they have a will. And I think then they said 34% was just because people said, I haven't gotten around to it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's one of those things that there's never really a great time to do it. You just have to decide, hey, 
we're going to do it. Well, it's a certainty in life. Two things are certain. You always hear death and taxes. Yes. Now, we don't like talking about our own mortality, but you, you're better off facing it now and exactly. doing something than after you pass away and you're not around to do anything about yes. it. Yes. And then, the you know, it's in the hands of the court then. It's yeah. in probates. And you're not really deciding where your assets go anymore at that point. Uh, second one was something John had mentioned. Just check your beneficiaries. Um, you know, as people grow up, go in and out of favor, as John mentioned. Maybe kids are older. Maybe one of your kids passed away. Or maybe you were when you were younger, you had your parents' as beneficiaries. Now they're older. Maybe you have kids. Make sure you update them. Get them set up right. Um, and just remember, even if maybe you do a will or did a will, uh, that beneficiaries are always going to supersede that will. So if you're in your will, you say, oh, no, update it to I want the money to go. Maybe Johnny made you angry. You don't want Johnny in the will. And, oh, I updated it so it only goes to the other two kids. Well, if he's still one-third as a beneficiary, even though it says in the will that you know he's not a part of the will anymore, the money is still, he's still going to get his portion that he's beneficiary on. Um, so now for higher net worth individuals, um, setting up a trust, going beyond that basic will. Uh, if you have a sizable estate or worried about your heirs won't be wise with your money, you can set up a trust and appoint a trustee to distribute that wealth. Um, this is when you're going, they recommend looking at this more once you get around 250000 in assets to any one person. Uh, it's kind of a nice round number that that works well um, to use. Um, and they can be set up in many different ways. The most common ones are revocable trust. Um, you can get an irrevocable trust and stuff like that. They can be more complicated. Revocable meaning you can make changes to it. Yes, the money's, the assets are still yours. You yeah. can make changes to it at any time. Like you talked about the bat, you know. Little Johnny wasn't yeah. so good. I want to take him out of my trust. Exactly. And um, so keeping the trust revocable, you can make any changes that you want. So you can change trustees or uh, whatever it may be, and you still maintain control over the assets as long as you're alive. Um, other types can be used, but they're more complex and used less frequently. Uh, we regularly work with our clients and their attorneys to make sure if you have a trust, that you have a trust account if it's a taxable accountant. Uh, beneficiaries are set up on there properly, even if it's just you know a call to your attorney to make sure everything is set up um, the way it needs to be set up. Uh, next one is convert traditional retirement accounts to Roth IRA accounts. Um, those with traditional 401ks or IRAs could inadvertently leave their heirs with a big tax bill. And the person that wrote this article said, IRAs are terrible for estate planning. You can cause so many taxes, even if you don't mean to. Some people say, you know, I don't care. My kids should be happy with what they're getting, right? They can worry about paying taxes on it. Anything past taxes is is good for them. Um, but the new 10-year rule, not really new. It's been in effect for a couple of years now. Since you have to take it, the whole IRA, IRA out within 10 years, um, can really create a large tax burden to your kids. It can push them up a tax bracket. If you have a million-dollar IRA and maybe they plan on taking 10% out a year to get the entire amount out within the 10 years, that's an extra $100,000 of taxable income that they weren't planning on. And a lot of the time when they inherit it, it's going to be at the peak of their income. Um, so that's something to consider um, You know, if you have cash to pay those uh, taxes on conversions. And now is a great time to do conversions with the market down. Um, you convert it, the money goes into your tax-free Roth IRA, and as the market comes up, all that growth on that money is oh, tax-free. Yeah. So now is a great time to be looking at doing conversions uh, from traditional IRAs to Roth IRAs, even if it's $10,000. 
A lot of people don't want their stuff being public. Exactly. And that's a big reason a lot of people do it, you know, especially if you have a, you know, more sizable estate and you know, hey, I don't no one needs to know how much money I have or what my kids are getting or any of that and you just want to keep it private. If nothing else, that's a good reason to to do a trust. Um, so again, trust uh, gives you a little bit more control, can help you direct money a little bit better. Uh, looking at conversions um, from traditional to Roth IRAs uh, for your kids, if you're concerned about leaving them money and you have a sizable IRA, maybe you have the money to pay that cash. Now is a good time to do a conversion. Um, and the current the current tax cuts also expire in 2025. So who knows what kind of taxes we're going to be looking at now. Um, it may be better to pay those taxes now while tax rates are near historic lows, lows and who knows what they're going to be in That was the, the Trump years. tax plan, right? Yep. And, and I remember at the time, 2025 seems so long, mm-hmm. so far away. Yeah. And here we are. It's going to be 2023 in a little over a month. In a couple years. And then it's, it's they expire. They expire or they come up with a new plan. And or who, Yeah, or Congress. Or, or who yeah. knows what's that, what that's going to look like. Well, depending yeah, on, depending on 2024. Yep, that's going to have a a huge impact on things. So we know what the taxes are now. They're near historic lows, so it's not a bad time to do conversions. Uh, Chauncey, we got to seek in our final break. We're going to come back, though, with some final comments. A lot of moving parts, and we talked about taxes, estate planning, uh, 15 ways to make you more thankful by making just some slight money moves. And we'll wrap it all up on this Saturday, Small Business Saturday. The Kowal Investment Group is online at thekowalway.com. Or if you get questions, you can chime in here anytime at the adventnose.com talk and text line. That's 414-799-1130. Or call the Kowal Investment Group, that number, 262-522-4040. We'll be right back. We're wrapping up the retirement clinic on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. We found out it's Small Business Saturday, so if you're out and about, please support your small businesses. John White, thank you for a great show. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, I, uh, you know, just just a quick thought. I, I was thinking about Chauncey talking about estate planning, and you know, for the well-adjusted person, when they're watching a Christmas Carol. You know, by Charles Dickens. My favorite. My right, favorite. my favorite Muppet Christmas Carol's the best version. You know, it's kind of funny. So when I watch that show and I see Ebenezer Scrooge with the ghosts of Christmas yet to come, I always think of estate planning. I think. <laughs> right. Mm. And so I often wondered who got his estate. I don't think they ever I, disclosed that, but it's like, that's a good reminder to your estate plan. It nice. is a definitely good, that's a good note to end on. Hey guys, uh, glad you made it. I, I know it's Thanksgiving weekend. Everybody's busy. Chauncey Weisensel, thank you for your time. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Have a great weekend, guys. Hey, the Retirement Clinic with the Kowal Investment Group, thekowalway.com for more information. News is coming up next, WISM Milwaukee.